I want to say welcome to 2021, even though, yes, I'm recording this in 2020, but I'm really excited for today's guest because we're going to learn all about astrology and all about Tara Martello, who is so cool. What a background. You are going to love this. (laughs) Tara is a mindful empowerment mentor, and an evolutionary astrologer. I know those are big words, and we're going to go into that and figure out what exactly that means. She is here right now in this time, expressing her divine purpose through universal love and compassion. Oh, don't we all need that? She acts as a guide to activate and assist us through any intense changes we may have, or a spiritual transformation so that we can all be empowered to reclaim our unique soul purpose and live an authentic life. I mean, doesn't that sound great? Thank you, Tara, so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. You have I'm very a- excited. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. You have such an incredible and interesting background, and I want to hear a little bit about it. However, first, what ignites your spark? What ignites my spark? Um, Seeing people have really intense light bulb moments of a sense of acceptance and empowerment when they discover uh, things about themselves that they always knew, but that they realize that their soul signed up for it, that they're here for this reason, and that all parts of themselves are worthy of acceptance. Oh, that's a big compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all have parts of ourselves that we're like, no, but to Mm -hmm. accept them and know that we're here on a journey to learn from all of these parts is truly intriguing to me. And of course, now I want to ask you, were you always this way? I mean, were you always interested in transformation, spiritual transformation, or how did you get there? Oh, wow. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. I would say um, four, well, five years ago, I was in a place of, I was working as a career professional occupational therapist for children. I owned my own business. I always was compassionate and loving and an advocate for others. And I took that to all the way, working with children and families and teachers and professionals, children with special needs. But I had no idea about anything about transformation, anything about anything spiritual, anything about astrology, nothing. I was just like in the dark about all of it. I was like, you work hard, you play hard, you make money, you become successful. This is how you do a business. You go to the business school and you make a business and you have a five-year plan and a vision board, you know? And that's how I ran my life. It was very much by cultural standards and societal standards that we have now. So you were 
you know, all your advanced degrees, obviously, which you needed to be an OT. It's interesting to me that you may not have been aware of spiritual transformation, but you were transforming the lives of others with your career. And I always find that fascinating. I just want to ask you a question. What did you want to be when you were a little girl, when you were seven or eight? It's a good question. I thought about this recently as well. It's so interesting you ask about that because I've been really trying to get in touch with the magic of the inner child and meet myself as a child and what I loved and what I really gravitated towards. And I don't think I had a career plan or path at that young age. What I loved was connecting with nature, uh, being with the plants and the trees and digging in the dirt and like collecting rocks. <laughs> and sticks and leaves and um, making potions. So I was just all about play and the magic of Mother Earth. So that's I was very much a nature child. Well, I think that's interesting because you had mentioned magic prior to me asking you that question. So obviously there's something about the magic of transformation that has called to you and the magic that you are now employing in your business, mother nature, mm -hmm. astrology, it all ties in. But let's go back to your career as an occupational therapist. So you were doing this for 20 years and you were satisfied. So there must've been a pivotal moment five years ago that awakened you to a discovery. Is that correct? It was, it is correct. It was a man. Well, isn't it always? <laughs> or a woman or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was an intense soul connection. Some would call it twin flame. And I met him five years ago, almost exactly. Like I think last weekend was would have been five years. And it was like an instant, an instant eye contact bond. No words were needed. It was just that insanely <laughs> intense. But we didn't really connect till about a year later. So in 2016, summer of 2016, as the universe would have guided me right to where he lived. <laughs> because I met him right outside my house. It was literally so synchronistic. I mean, I didn't believe in fate or destiny or any of those things. The stars were aligned. And that once I got into astrology, I realized the stars were actually aligned. <laughs> Not only were <gasps> oh, our that's... stars aligned, but like there were certain aspects in my chart that were being triggered through transits that were happening in the sky at that time. It is really amazing. Like just connecting with the planets, the cosmos, the earth, and all of that has done for me and like how it has empowered me to really understand what happened. This was an intense connection and it was instantaneous. What I experienced with him was like what some would call an intense, sudden and shocking Kundalini awakening. He looked in my eyes and there was like a heart opening. And then it was, we had a physical relationship and it was like full blown into the cosmic void of the womb of creation, you know? So, and I had no idea. It was scary. It was intense. And the fallout from that, like our relationship didn't last long because I totally freaked out. I thought I was having a mental breakdown or psychosis or something. Like I went to all these therapists and I'm like, I think there's something wrong with me. Like I was starting to see things and hear voices and see spirits and they were communicating with me. I was having all of these 
intense psychic medium experiences, these intense experiences, feeling so connected to the earth that I'd feel earthquakes through my body that were happening in the world. I was hearing people's prayers at night in my dreams. I was having nightmares about terrible events that were happening across the world, like mass shootings and things happening in Syria at the time, like so much. I thought I was losing it. Well, so intense and terrifying. That is is (laughs) terrifying, terrifying, but interesting. And I just want to come back to magic, earthquakes, feeling the earth being grounded as a little girl, you were being led to this. Mm -hmm. So the relationship did not last. You say, was he aware of this connection as well as you? Was he experiencing the same thing? To be quite honest, there was a level of it. Yes. He was not experiencing the intensity of which I was experiencing. And basically like what happened was we ignited each other. Our hearts opened, our heart chakras opened, all of my chakras opened. I feel like the way in which I imagine is like my entire body just split open and the cosmos came out. Like it was so intense. It was like an earthquake <laughs> in my being. We had to get rid of all the distortion. Like you can't have that type of purity, that like true connection, like through the connection with each other, we really connected to something far greater than ourselves or the God spark within ourselves. And in order to really fully connect to that, to become able to hold that energy, you have to go through all of your pain, all of your trauma, all of your wounding, all of your distortion. You have to face fiercely your shadow. And so what was happening was all of that was coming up, our trauma, our pain, our distortion, our shadow, and we were projecting that towards each other. So this went on for two years, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We, neither one of us knew what was happening. We were both ungrounded and terrified. So it was intense. I was experiencing his childhood trauma. I would I started doing soul retrievals. I don't know if you know, like I started to learn shamanism and what that meant. Like I just started traveling the world. He started traveling the world and I was, he was running and I was seeking, I was seeking like, what is happening to me? I want to learn shamanism about medicine from a shamanistic perspective, from a medicine man in Mexico, lifelong shaman. I went to Asia and, and like studied Buddhism and like observed Buddhist monks and spoke to people that went through Buddhist training that stepped out how the process of that, I, I started rereading the Bible. Like I was getting into all this. I got into new age spiritual things. Like I just experimented with everything to try to gain understanding. I also saw therapists. I saw professionals. I was like, what's happening? Am I crazy? (laughs) You know? And I really delve in. I really chose to go all in and It has been an eye-opening journey. I have to say this, when we talk about unity, when we talk about wholeness, when we talk about transformation and enlightenment, we think only in terms of feeling this beauty, feeling this peace, feeling divine love, but we don't talk about how, what we have to do to get there, which is integrate the all aspects of self, all shadow aspects, heal and face all the trauma and wounding because Because integrating that into your whole being allows you to become whole. And then you could tap in to the true essence of your nature. 
humanity collectively, and, and this is where um, a lot of the astrology comes in for me, it was very healing because I didn't know what was happening. And through the awakening itself, I experienced a lot of trauma. And I, of course, energy healers, intuitives, mediums, psychics, psychologists, trauma therapists, grief therapists, uh, Al-Nan meetings. <laughs> like I went through everything, every modality, Western and Eastern, meditation, mindfulness, yoga, energy, you know, everything. And I have to say like the first astrology reading I got from an evolutionary astrologer, which is like really about the evolution of your soul and what you came here to evolve through. I cried the whole time because it was so validating and so healing. I felt like I was being pulled in all these directions and I didn't know what was happening to me. And when I looked at the astrology and it was explained to me, I was like, oh my gosh, there's my signature. I signed up for this. The stars were aligned to have these intense experiences so that I could really understand, really understand what it takes to come into wholeness, to come into that state of compassion through such intense suffering, such intense pain. And it's so much love that exists within us we have so much power as human beings. In this world, we have no idea. Collectively, we live in a shadow. We live in our shadow aspect. We live in the repressed aspects of ourselves. And if we just look at it, if we just find the courage, the hero to face that, there is so much beauty to be found. This is remarkable. What an intense story. I had so many things I, I meant to write down, but I was just engrossed in what you were saying. And it does, from what I've understood about Kundalini, I'm in yoga teacher training online right now, that oh, that does, <laughs> does sound like an intense Kundalini awakening. And so many people do not go through what you went through. I mean, this no. seems very, very unique. Clearly, I believe we were all born at this juncture in time. We chose to be here for a reason, especially now, and obviously what happened to you four or five years ago was leading up to today when your gifts and talents that you didn't even know existed, but when they can be utilized for the good of everyone else and to bring out the light in people. And that comes, I know, once you recognize the darkness and can embrace the shadow, you come through, you break through to the light. Now, that being said, I know that intellectually, but emotionally, I'm the kind of person who has a very challenging time with darkness and shadow. I'm a much, I much prefer the daytime to the nighttime, although I appreciate the beauty of the nighttime, but I can't wait until the sun rises and I can't wait until there's light. I don't like to dwell on the darkness. And what you did was you really researched every, I'm blown away by everything you did. First of all, did you quit your job or your practice? No, I this? still worked. <laughs> I still, I still ran my business and uh, served the community in the way in which I did as best I could. It was, it was a hard, it was four years. I mean, I'm just getting out of it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like I've lost everything my career, my identity, you decondition yourself, all the illusions just break down. 
I lost all my, like I used all my savings and then the pandemic, I just all gone, you know? So did you, are you not doing, um, practicing as an occupational therapist now? Not at all. No, no. I was until the pandemic. Okay. Well, hello universe throwing things at us. (laughs) Of all the modalities that you studied and the people with whom you studied and connected and I want to talk about this again another time because I'm just fascinated by everything that you gave yourself permission to do because you obviously needed to do that. The one that landed from what I understand that you were saying, the one that really stuck with you was the astrology. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, for me, so prior to this, I was very logical, very scientific. I did research for years. My research actually was with um, the vagus nerve and parasympathetic nervous system functioning and children with sensory reactivity. So it's no surprise that mindfulness is very attractive to me. Um, And emotional regulation is so important in what I do now, but it's been my whole life. So like I have been led down a road, a path for sure. I mean, compassion and nurturance has always been a part of who I am. It's just that I have greater access to that. There's less blocks to that um, than there, there has been before. But astrology really like the planetary energies and the archetypes of each planet that they hold tells us a story about ourselves. We are all 12 planets. We are all 12 archetypes. We are all 12 signs. The natal chart wheel represents all of those in the natural zodiac. It's just each of us has unique different placements of the planets, the archetypal energies of each sign in different houses. But all of that is part of who we are. We are the universe. And so when you're looking at a natal chart and I'm looking at mine, I could see that my connection to magic and my connection to nature has always been there because I have very strong Pisces Virgo um, energies. And so that Pisces, that universal love, that compassion, that sensitivity, that uh, magic daydreaming aspect of myself has always been there as well as the Virgo, like synthesis analyzing and being very grounded in the world and nature. And then I have so many eighth house placements. So I actually uh, have been built for transformation and diving deep into the dark and rising like a phoenix. (laughs) So it's so interesting because I was like, oh, wow, who like, and I did have Western astrologers look at my chart during the course of the early part of my transformation, but it wasn't until I got this evolutionary perspective where all of the archetypes are you look at themes and patterns in the birth chart to just map out what you came here to do. What is your purpose? What are your challenges? What are your, what is your core wound? What are the things that you are going to, the patterns that you're going to repeat and repeat? And there becomes this level of acceptance. As I give readings to people, what I see in their face is relief relief. It's like, oh, this is who I am. This is what I was supposed to be. And this is what I'm meant to work through. And it's okay. You are okay. You are perfect. And you are important and valuable. And your process and your journey is unique and valuable. It doesn't matter where you are or where anybody is. We're all somewhere different in the spiral. And seven plus billion people on this planet have a different journey and a different perspective. And it's all okay. 
okay, thanks. Bye. Got to go. It's all okay. <laughs> you know, I have, I'm just fascinated by the whole process because it also sounds a little daunting and a little confusing to me because I don't understand it in terms of, I believe it, but in terms of how we were born with different houses and the planets and, and all of that. And as I said to you prior to us recording, I cannot get my natal chart read because I don't know the time I was born. And that's really frustrating to me because how can I possibly utilize this? How can someone who doesn't, although there's very few people out there probably who don't know the time of birth because it's mostly written on your birth certificate. It is not on mine because I was adopted and for whatever reason, there's no time on there, but that's enough about me. I wanted to get back to something you said about Oh, I know. Is every single person different? Are there any people who were born on the exact same, on the same trajectory? I don't know what I'm saying, but like is, if someone was born on the exact same day, they'd have to be at the exact same time in the exact same year, right? In order to be similar or something like that? I think, uh, yes, but even twins are different. It's, it, you're a different expression. And so like, with evolutionary, and I also look at human design, and in human design, it definitely goes into many, many layers, and there's different gates that are active and channels um, that can present differently from one minute's moment to the next, but also your soul is at a different period and point of evolution than the, the next person. So it's, it is always different, and no one has the exact same birth chart. It has been said, like, we're all born... <laughs> not at the exact same moment in time. And even if we are, it's where different time zones and locations around the world. And that makes a difference to your chart and your chart placements. Um, so it is very rare, if not non-existent to have an exact same individual. We are all different fractals. Well, I think that's why I've always felt a little hesitant about these mass horoscopes that you read Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like, how could me being a Libra be the same? Yes, there's certain characteristics that we all have in common, but be the same as someone across the world. Today, you are going to meet love or whatever. I mean, are these just hoaxes? Someone just makes them up? I mean, they're fun. Um, <laughs> they're based on the general energies of the moment, I would say. So, and also... A lot of times those horoscopes are based on the house placement, like your rising sign versus your sun sign. So like where your rising sign determines the house placements. And that is what's taken at the exact time of birth. You can know the planetary energies. So if we were to look at your chart, we could map it out throughout the day, throughout a 24-hour period every hour, and we could see... We would know the planetary energies that you express through all the planets, um, through all 12 signs, but we wouldn't have the exact rising or house placement because that changes every two hours throughout the day. And that determines that. A lot of times those horoscopes are based on rising, not sun signs. So they're not even really very accurate. And then they're just based on the general energies. Like what, what's the, so if there was a first house placement, you would be like, well, Libra's in the first house, so, or your rising is Aries. And so Aries would be based on the first house. What are the things about yourself, 
about your drives, about the actions you want to take, about your desires, that would be the first house. So those horoscopes are based generally on the energies of that house. Okay. All right. Well, how do you help people? Take me a little bit through the process. If someone were to come to you and do people come to you with a general question or do they just come for a reading because they want to know if they are accessing what they are, their gifts are, or I assume it's a combination of everything. Talk me through what you offer. And, and so I assume you're a coach, mm-hmm. of some, but you're more than that. Tell me a little bit about the process. If someone were to go to you, what, how would you start generally, I guess? So a lot of times people, I do both coaching and reading. So if people come to me for just coaching, normally they have a specific thing that they want to work on. I uh, like a problem. They're not, they're having difficulty relaxing, difficulty sleeping, like anxiety um, around everything that's happening in the world. Um, As I raise my hand, difficulty sleeping. Yeah, I got that. So we come up with a plan that works for them as far as using many different modalities of how to get to the core of what's going on. And we use, I use a lot of mindfulness strategies, assisting people in emotional mastery and regulation. And what that means is, because this is very confusing, it's not that we're bypassing emotions to, or suppressing emotions to appear calm. We are moving through those emotions to release them. And oftentimes, and almost all the time, actually, in our culture and society, emotions, darkness, anything we perceive as negative is shunned and we shy away from it because we want to be happy and positive. But the problem is that's repressing and becoming our unconscious drivers and our subconscious motivations for doing things. So even though we think we're not looking at it, it's running our lives. And so a lot of times it gets stuck in the body too, like our energetic body and our physical body. So emotions get stored there. So it's about moving through emotions and there's lots of different breath work activities and meditations and guided meditations and uh, mindset shifts that we go through in our sessions. So one-on-one sessions are fully packed, including we use movement, body movement, yoga, all of that. In our in my astrology readings, which I prefer to start, not everybody is yet sold on astrology. So if they just want coaching, we do that. But my ideal scenario is having in a reading using astrology and human design and really getting to the crux of this is these are the things that you're working on. This is what your soul came to evolve through. These are the challenges. These are, so we just, we just go right in to the core of like, these are your strengths. This is your purpose. Your, these are your gifts that you're meant to use. And these are the things that you have to work through to get there. And there's nothing wrong with those things. Like some things are lifelong and it's part of your journey. This is part of your experience here on earth and different times of your life. You will get activated in different ways. So there might be spiritual activations or support and energies that support some sort of transformation or some sort of healing of a block or breaking of a pattern. And if you don't use the energy at that time, then there'll be another time that your soul 
<laughs> where a transit will hit. And that's kind of what we're going through collectively right now, to be honest. So, oh, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, our time is coming to an end, but I hope that you will come back in the real 2021 and talk to us because I'm fascinated about the energies and what's going on. People can't know that this is just a coincidence. This is not you know, there are reasons we are going through this. And I really do want to invite you back after the first of the year, if you'll come back and talk to us about the energies that are circulating and what we can do if you have any suggestions <laughs> as a human race, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to. And I would say for 2020, I mean, we've been through a wild ride. And as an astrologer, just in terms of me, like we've been through so many beginnings and endings of major massive cycles. And we are ending this year in a massive cycle into a new age, a new eon, a new whole new energetic backdrop. And the transition stage between ages, like this is a 2000 plus cycle that's starting and ending and a 26,000 year cycle since the last age of Aquarius. So we are in a massive transition and we, we started the year with a 33 plus year cycle and we're ending one with a 20 plus year cycle or 400 year cycle. It just depends on the way in which you look at it. So we are in massive change, massive transformation is happening right now. And 2020 has not disappointed as far as the astrology goes with that massive transformation. Fundamentally, we are changing and the energy is calling us to look within. We are going into the age of Aquarius, which is about individuality and expression of our individuality for the greater good. And so really doing the inner work, we are being called inward again and again and again. Focus on you and what you can do to heal yourself so that you could bring your true soul to the world because that's what's needed. And that's what changes the world. Becoming whole, becoming united as a collective starts with you, starts with you. Well, that is my message, Tara. I think that when we ignite our spark and share it with the world or others, we will be igniting the sparks of so many people. And I thank you so much for sharing your story, your gifts, and your energy with us today. Wow. And I look forward to having you back to talking further about this. Thank you, Tara. How can people get in touch with you? So the best way to get in touch with me is on Instagram. Okay. Um, so it's Tara Martello underscore. No, I'll put it in the show notes. So if people want to know, I'll have that down there so that they can find you. And I also have a very basic web page that I just put up where you could sign up for our email list. You, you could subscribe and that's just taramartello.com. Perfect. I'm going to subscribe. Tara, thank you so much for sharing your gifts. I really appreciate it so much. Thank you so much, Kim. Well, sparklers, if you are not inspired to look up at the moon and the stars and embrace the darkness <laughs> to get out into the light, I don't know, because this was an incredible talk with Tara Martello. 
I hope you all go out there, embrace the darkness, but then break out and shine on in 2021.